You're listening to Audio Divina, reflecting on the gospel with Father Francis J. Maloney, SDB. In this episode, we look at the gospel for the 21st Sunday of Ordinary Time, Matthew chapter 16, verses 13 to 20. Only two weeks ago, we met Peter's little faith in the storm. Today, as a new section of the gospel of Matthew opens, he responds well on behalf of all believing disciples to Jesus' question, Who do you say that I am? But his confession that Jesus is the Son of Man, the Christ, the Son of God, a faith that we all share, is not something he has arrived at through his own virtue and intelligence. It has been given to him by God, and he is blessed because he is open to the reception of that gift. Openness to the truth about Jesus necessarily leads to blessing. We begin now with a reading of the text by Jennifer. When Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he put this question to his disciples. Who do people say the Son of Man is? And they said, Some say John the Baptist, some Elijah, and others, Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. But you, he said, who do you say I am? Then Simon Peter spoke up and said, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus replied, Simon, son of Jonah, you are a blessed man, because it was no human agency that revealed this to you, but my Father in heaven. So I now say to you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my community, and the gates of the underworld can never overpower it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Then he gave the disciples strict orders not to say to anyone that he was the Christ. We will now hear a reflection on the text by Father Maloney. Although it wasn't strongly featured in the Sunday readings, The section that we have just finished reading from the Gospel of Matthew has in fact been highlighted by a growing opposition between Jesus and the leaders of Israel. We mentioned it occasionally in our reflections. That growing crisis between Jesus and the leaders of Israel disappears a little across the next section of the Gospel, which begins with today's very important confession of Peter at Caesarea Philippi. Here, as we have in the title of today's Lexio, we find a disciple who understands. Caesarea Philippi, Jesus asks, Who do people say the Son of Man is? In the Gospel of Matthew, Jesus' question to his disciples already contains a title, the Son of Man. In the Gospel of Mark, Jesus asks, 
who do people say I am? But in the Gospel of Matthew, the title is already provided for people to estimate who Jesus might be. But according to the response of the disciples, the people pay no attention to the possible hints behind that title. They are happy to settle for what we might call precursors to the Messiah. John the Baptist, the great Christian precursor. Elijah, who was expected to come back because he left without dying, and they expect him to return before the arrival of the Messiah. Jeremiah, or one of the prophets in Israel, a long expectation was that a prophet like Moses would return before the coming of the Messiah. These are all precursor figures, not the Messiah himself. So there is a variety of opinions about him, but they're all precursors. And so Jesus turns to the disciples themselves. But you, he said, who do you say I am? Peter, in the name of the disciples, makes a complete confession of faith. You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Adding to the title which was already in the question of Jesus, Peter accepts that Jesus is the Son of Man, the Christ, and the Son of God. It is on this belief that the Church is founded, that Jesus is in fact the personification of Israel's hope in a Son of Man, someone who would be prepared to undergo all things in the conviction that God would ultimately win, the long-expected Messiah, and indeed the Son of God. This faith is not expressed in mere words. It is a belief made visible in the person who speaks in the name of the people gathered around him of what they really believe. So faith is not just an idea, it is lived by people, it forms a community. Who do you say that I am? It is the community of the disciples that make this confession of faith. Jesus' famous response to Peter's confession of faith tells us that Peter is the rock upon which the church is built. His faith and the faith of his fellow disciples is the basis of a journey through a long history and many cultures, and we have inherited that faith. Because of the faith of Peter, he is given a commission to lead the community through its long and complicated journey. The prophet Isaiah had once spoken of the keys as a symbol of authority. We read it in the first reading of today's Bible readings. A wicked majordomo 
of the king's palace was replaced. The keys were given to another. I will place on his shoulder the key of the house of David. Thus, Peter becomes the vice-regent of the house built upon a rock. He holds the keys, binding and loosing, interpreting God's ways in the world. One of the disciples has expressed a faith in Jesus of Nazareth which corresponds to the truth. But none of this is because Peter is particularly virtuous. He is lucky. He is blessed. He is a happy man, as it says in our text. But the word in the original is much deeper. He is specially blessed because it was not flesh and blood that revealed this to him, but the Father of Jesus in heaven. The disciple who was able to look through the apparent limitations of Jesus of Nazareth standing before him to make such a confession that this man is the Son of Man, the Christ and the Son of God, does not do so out of his own ability or his own perception of what God might be doing in and through Jesus. He makes this confession as a response to a gift from God. It is not his flesh and blood that reveals it to him. It was the Father of Jesus who gifted him in this unique way. Not even the leader of the apostles, the rock upon whom the church was founded, the first of a long succession of what we call pontiffs, the first in what we also call the Petrine succession, can claim to be what he is because of his virtue, because of his own inner strength and vision. As with all of us, such things are given to him by our good God. And we will see in next week's reflection that for all the giftedness of Peter, he can still fail. Only two weeks ago in our Sunday Gospels, we saw the same Peter, whose faltering faith led him to sink into the waters when he was buffeted by the wind and the waves. He's overcome that because Jesus took him to himself. He has now shown that he is open to the gifts God gives him. For this he is blessed. We all know that this is not the end of Peter's story. Whatever may happen through the ups and downs of a disciple's response, Peter shows that openness to the gift of the truth about Jesus leads to a blessing. The faith of the church and the faith of all of us who are happy to be part of it is not because of our virtue or our wisdom or our intellectual gifts. It is all the result of the gift of God.
As the leadership of the church is an inheritance that passes on from generation to generation, so is the faith that we receive that has come to us also from generation to generation. The faith of the church and the faith of all who are happy to be part of it is the result of the gift of God. We must realise how much we depend upon God's good gifts. Blessed are we when we do. The important things in our lives come from God. And also from God, we receive the forgiveness when we fail to treasure such gifts. We now recommend 10 to 15 minutes of personal reflection on what you've just heard. Please pause the track now and resume when you're ready to return. Welcome back. We conclude now with a reading of the text by Brother David. When Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he put this question to his disciples, Who do people say the Son of Man is? And they said, Some say John the Baptist, some Elijah, and others, Jeremiah or one of the prophets. But you, who do you say I am? Then Peter said, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus replied, Simon, son of Jonah, you are a blessed man, because it was no human agency that revealed this to you, but my Father in heaven. So now I say to you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my community, and the gates of the underworld can never overpower it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Then he gave the disciples strict orders not to say to anyone that he was the Christ. Thanks for listening to Audio Divina. Special thanks to our readers for this episode, Jennifer and Brother David. If you would like to be a reader or have any other feedback, please contact us at audiodivina at salesians.org.au or on our Facebook page.